Hey guys, Paul Ruddick here. Welcome to opening day of season two of the Baseball Dad Show. Now, as you, as you now look back to your youth of playing baseball, wasn't there just something magical about opening day? Um, it's, it's, it's almost hard to describe, especially with kids coming up today, uh, just what that was like, right? There was just something about the sun shining in a spring morning and the smell of grass, you know, maybe for the first time. And, um, a lot of times it was the first time you like put on your uniform and then there was the marching out of each of the teams and introducing the teams and, um, the first pitch and the smell of like hot dogs and uh, it, 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 there was just something about it. it it's, it's hard to describe. And, I, and, and sadly, I think it's something that, you know, we don't, I know it's, I know it's very, very few organizations even do that now. I know the little leagues and stuff still do, but now we're seeing more splintering off into different, you know, travel ball teams and organizations. Kids are not playing as much structured baseball. There's not as much organization. Um, there's not as many. There's not as as many people volunteering to put on events like that, and it's a shame because uh, it's. I mean, as you think of it now, can't can't you just like take yourself there? It was just really something magical about it, and the biggest thing I think was like that baseball was back, and I forget what movie it was. Maybe it was Bull Dorm or Field of Dreams. I don't know. One of those that talked about like the return of baseball. Um, that it, it just became a, a kind of a, a rhythmic pattern to American culture, you know, that, that, that the winter was over, spring had come, uh, baseball was back, and the summer was next, and everything was going to be right with the world. And, uh, you know, I'd love, obviously, I'd love to see all that come back. So opening day, and, and part of the reason why we have divided this up now into seasons is that season one was about two years long, and we were going pretty pretty strong for a long time, um, but we also thought it would be, it's good to take a break. You know, we, it's the rhythm of baseball in season and off season, and part of that too is that I, I want that feeling of that I'm having right now of like, I miss standing at this podium. We had to set up the whole thing again. Uh, we had taken it down, so we were working on another project, and, um, it, you know, it just it has a little bit of that feel. It's still, um, as I'm looking at my window, it's still 29 degrees or 30 degrees here in New Jersey today. So it doesn't quite feel like opening day, but there's some of that nostalgia that is coming back. So it was great for us to, to be away because we uh, came up with a ton of ideas and things that I'm really passionate to speak to you about um, during this season. So this will probably become a natural rhythm for this podcast is that we will you know, we'll have a season and then we'll take a little break in the off season and then come back. And um, uh, a, a lot of great things happened during this break. First of all, number one, thank you so much. Um, during this break, I received, I don't even know how many text messages and emails and, and Facebook messages uh, from people just saying like, we missed the podcast and when's it coming back? And do you have a date for the, the next episode? That was like super encouraging to me. I mean, you put something out into the world and we, it, to me, this is super important to me. It's something I really care about. Um, and to know that it's, it's well received and makes a difference just, just really, you know, means the world to me. Um, and also too, the, the other super encouraging part was even though we had not put out a podcast in November, December, January, and now most of February, as I'm recording this at the end of February, the podcast grew. 
Like we were growing with every episode, but like that growth actually continued and actually strengthened um, to to the point where now we're getting about 4,500 new listeners um, per day, which is insane. And over 100,000 downloads um, per year. And just over the course of this break, the podcast was downloaded over 400,000 times, which is just mind-blowing to me. And it just tells me that what we're talking about here and the community that we've developed in the Facebook group that's there, even though social media is not really my thing, I've been trying to make it my thing, it's just it's just never gonna be my thing, but that group does have a life of its own and I had just decided that let that group um, go ahead and go forth, you know, and, and it's, it's an unbelievable group. So all that being said, today I wanna talk about what's gonna be our theme for this season. Um, before we do that, going over to baseballdadshow.com. There's a lot of things to do there. Um, you can download a scorecard where we can uh, see, is your son ready to play at the next level and does he have what it takes to play at the next level and is the timing right? Um, there's also a word-for-word -word email dialogue that you can cut and paste to use to help ask your son's coach for more playing time. That's a very tricky thing to do. We're gonna give you the words to do that so you don't come off the wrong way. Um, there's also a link to the Facebook group, to the Baseball Dads Facebook group, which is a very active and thriving community. And we'll be posting more of these um, podcasts actually in their first look um, before they're posted in the normal channels. Um, so if that's, you know, if you're more social media inclined, there's certainly a place for you there. Also too, one of the projects we finished, we, we finished uh, the first course ever for Baseball Dads. It's called the Guardian Course, and it is like a full-blown six-week deep dive immersion into what it takes to raise your son in this environment of baseball that we have all kind of greenhoused ourselves in. So head on over to BaseballDadShow.com. All that stuff is over there for you. So I spent a lot of time thinking about what would be the mission for this year is we've tried to do a lot of blend of topics. Um, we try and do a lot of baseball specific topics and a lot of um, general kind of how to handle situation topics. And I, I, we're never gonna be able to ignore the game of baseball and some of the tactics and X's and O's of the game of baseball. So we're definitely gonna cover those. Um, but I, I had an epiphany during the winter, a personal epiphany and I'm 45 years old now. Now, when you turn 45, um, your doctor starts talking to you about things that you think he should be talking to your father about. Um, you know, they kind of talk about, uh, you know, some of those tests that you're probably not really enthusiastic about taking, uh, you know, things that you have to monitor more, um, foods that you can not eat any longer because or you should reduce and minimize and all kinds of things and so i had this personal epiphany that you know what i do today at 45 years old um as my doctor is instructing me and, and all the healthcare professionals are instructing me is that you know you can you can set yourself up for a good time at 65 or you can set yourself up for a tough time at 65 and what you do now builds onto that. So I'm an early riser, I get up about 4.50 every morning and I adopted this belief that the first 10 minutes of my day um, as a 45 year old man um, is dedicated to like brushing my teeth and going to the bathroom, stuff like that. 
But then the first block of time, about 5 a.m. when I start um, down the stairs, the first thing that I should do should be something that the 55 or the 65-year-old Paul thanks me for doing. So there's going to be a time when we all retire and hopefully we'll have enough savings to retire. When that retirement age comes, that retired version of ourselves is going to be really thankful uh, for the version of ourselves that, that stuck to a savings plan. So the most important thing for me is longevity. I, I have plans to live to 108 years old um, and not because there's 108 stitches on a baseball. But there, uh, one, zero, and eight are just magical numbers in my life for, for a lot of different reasons, maybe for another podcast. So I plan to live to 108 years old, God willing. And um, so I want the 65, 75, 85-year-old me to be thankful for what the 45-year-old me did. So the first block of time that's Freedom Day is about 15, 20 minutes. I spend doing mobility and flexibility work because when you're 65, those things tend to be issues, balance, coordination, you know, this is people fall and break hips and injured. And then you've seen people, right, that are, that are up there in age. Um, they're going along good. All of a sudden they take a fall, they break a hip, and then all, it seems like they age 10 years in five minutes. So I don't want that to happen to me. So what I want is the 65-year-old version of Paul to say, thank you, 45-year-old version, for doing your mobility and flexibility uh, work every morning because now I have balance and coordination and I don't have any tight areas I have to work around. That was a long way around to what my theme for this year is going to be. I don't care how your son plays baseball. I really don't even care if your son plays baseball. But I care how your son does everything. I care how he goes to school, how he talks to his parents, how he interacts with his teachers, how he is with other kids. Um, and, and that would include how he is on the baseball field and how he is in the other sports and other activities and other well-rounded things we want to put our kids into. I care more about the person that your son is at 23 than I care if he makes the 12U travel team that's going to win the World National Tournament of America. That's who I care about. And that's who you should care about. Having said that, it all looks easy from the bench, doesn't it? We all watch games and we all can direct how anybody should have done anything. How a basketball team should have ran that play. How a hitter should not have swung at that pitch. How, how could Bill Buckner have not had his glove on the ground? Um, you know, how could uh, you know, politicians or leaders, how could they do these things? Right? It, it, everybody has all of the answers while they're sitting on their couch or they're, or they're on the bench. It all looks easy from the bench. And I don't want to ever think that it all looks easy standing behind a podium and talking into a microphone. Because I know that is certainly, I'm very conscious of that and I'm very conscious of kind of being in a bubble. And I never want to get there. So while I think you should be, you should be, you should care more about who he is at 23 than he is at 13 or 9 or 10 or 15, I also know that you're in the game and you're on the field. And it's not, it's just not always that easy. 
about a year and a half ago, two years ago, probably about two years ago now, we introduced a concept called the 23 funnel. This year, I want to stay loyal to the man your son's going to be at 23. If you are in the game and you are playing, it is very difficult for you to always be aware of everything, always be thinking clearly about everything because you know you got issues with your son, coaches, so all these things coming at you, right? You're in the middle of it. It's hard sometimes to really think clearly or see the bigger picture when you're in the middle of it. So what I hope to be this year is not someone telling anyone what to do. I would hope that we could, this podcast would maybe settle down some of the thinking, bring some clarity to that thinking, maybe calm some of the noise and some of the difficulties that dads find themselves in um, as they raise children. And that I feel my job during this year is to keep pointing back to who your son is going to be at 23. And that we do our best to make sure that the 23-year-old version of your son thanks you for what you guided him through when he was the 10-year-old version and the 12-year-old and the 14-year-old version. And then that the 33-year-old version of your son, who is a father and a husband, thanks you for guiding him when he was 12, 13, 14, 15, or 8 or 9. And the 43-year-old, 53-year-old, when he's a leader, maybe a grandfather himself, maybe in your position, or you're a grandfather, that he looks back. And that is going to be what we're going to hold the mission of this podcast to. It's worth repeating the 23 funnel. If you picture a funnel laying on its side, right? Small end on one side, big end of the funnel on the other side. The small end of the funnel, there would be 23. Your son at some time, give or take a year around the age of 23, is going to take his first steps out into the real world. It's going to be in a job. It's going to be in a position where he's got to work with others. And if we want a well-adjusted, healthy, fully functioning, positive, young man with great self-esteem and self-worth to step out into the real world, what needs to go into that funnel to produce that result at the end? So for me to be a mobile, well-balanced, coordinated 65-year-old, I've got to work at this and I've got to continue to work on it. Maybe I'm a little early to the game, but I don't want to be late to the game. And as a parent, I'd much rather you be early to the game than late to the game because as that funnel narrows and your son gets into his teens and later on, it becomes harder to get things into that funnel and there's more voices competing for the attention in that funnel. A lot of things get brought to my attention because of this podcast. I get uh, a lot of emails from people. People show me a lot of things and you, know, you just see a lot of things. And I will tell you this. Um, and also, too, I, I interact with a lot of fathers who probably give me a peek behind the curtain more so than they give to people around them because, um, you know, I, I'm a little bit of an honest broker in this is that when a dad's having a problem, um, it's a whole lot easier for them to call me and maybe get some advice than it is to maybe go to a counselor or to a psychologist because, right, there's a lot of stuff around that. And I show up on their phone bill as baseball guy or their email box is the baseball guy. So it's, it's a safe place kind of for dads to kind of get some real world advice. And the things that I hear are, are troublesome to me about what our young men are up against. There are rooms full of people somewhere 
here in this country or other countries that are trying to figure out ways to get your son addicted to video games or, or social media or iPhone apps and games. Um, and, and if we're talking more seriously, there are companies and rooms full of people trying to get your sons into, into view pornography and all other kinds of different um, things that could be detrimental to them. I'm saying all this is because as the funnel narrows, the, the competition, the, there are people out there trying to pull your son into different paths, trying to get them addicted to social media likes and follows and, and banter and, and all other kinds of things that come to that, trying to get them addicted to video games through the way the video games interact with their brain. The same thing with some of the negative things like pornography and so on and so forth. That is valid and that is true. And there are struggles with that um, as well. And there's lots of fathers that are brought to me that those struggles that um, they're dealing with. So as that funnel gets narrow, it's hard. It's hard. So I want you to think about the things that you have to put into that funnel that would produce a healthy 23-year-old. And, and we all know the things like love and honesty and trust and integrity and hard work and dedication, discipline, and sportsmanship, teamwork, fair play, um, all of these things, right? We know they have to go in there. Those are all the things that, look, they're just kind of surface level things. Everybody says them, nobody disagrees with them. Here are the tough things that need to go into that funnel. What about a tough loss? Does your son need to know how to take a tough loss? What about being a team player? Does your son need to know that maybe he he's, can't be the star of every team? Does he know this, when he gets on, when he gets into that uh, and steps into that office when he's 23, 24 years old and he goes out on to, into work with his, I don't know, his project team or sales team or whatever team that he could be on in his business, uh, does he know how to work on a team where he's not the superstar? Or is he going to leave, or has he been trained to leave a team where everything doesn't work out his way? Are there faith aspects that need to go into that funnel? Are there some education about all the things we talked about, the real world stuff that's out there of people sitting in meeting rooms trying to figure out ways to get your son hooked on all these things, social media, video games, etc.? Do they need to know all this stuff? Do they need to have honest conversations with dads? I don't want you to be late. I don't want you to be late to the future. And so the theme this year, we're going to talk our fair share of baseball. Um, and I, what, I, what I would love for you guys to do is send me in your questions because um, what we got a lot of great feedback on is that towards the end of last year, we started doing little mini podcasts, like five or six minute podcasts. I know our podcasts are short in general as compared to most podcasts. And that's on purpose because I know you're listening to this probably when you're going to work or coming home from work. Um, so we didn't want to take up hours of your time. But... I love doing those questions, like those five, six minute questions. Honestly, I, I record them on my phone, send them to our podcast guy and he posts them. Um, but it's, it's a quick way for me to answer a lot of questions um, that you have. So if you do have questions, send them to 567pitcher at gmail.com. 567pitcher at gmail.com. Those are the numbers, 5, 6, and 7, pitcher at gmail.com. And we would love to answer your questions on a mini podcast. And if you know, you don't have to include your name. We will not, we generally don't say who the question is from unless you want us to. Um, so that's going to be the theme for this year is we're going to spend a lot of time talking about who your son's going to be at 23 and what we have to do. If, if I can, I can sleep great at night. If I know that, that I'm going to hopefully 
be a, a place that you can go that can help continually point you to that concept of who he's going to be at 23 while you're in the noisy, difficult world of actually raising young men. Dads don't get enough credit, too. And I'll tell you what, I, I, just one, one thing is I, I talk to a lot of dads, and uh, if there's one other wish I would love to have for you during this season and for, for ongoing is, is dads, you, we focus too much on the things we get wrong. Um, I promise you we do far more things right for our children than we get wrong. But um, mistakes tend to shout and um, good things tend to whisper. So um, to the dads that are listening, thank you for listening. Um, it's not going to be a huge change. Um, actually, if you're watching on video, you see that my wardrobe hasn't changed. <laughs> I'm still wearing the same clothes. The background has not changed. Uh, although we added a few bats. We added um, yeah, a couple different bats there that are cool. Some uh, added a, a game-used Daryl strawberry bat, which is awesome. And um, my grandfather's bat that's there too. So all very cool. Um, and, uh, you know, if you have those questions, send them in. But, you know, this year we want to stay focused on this. It's hard being a dad. It's tough being a dad. We're trying to raise our sons. We're trying to do the best we can. We're trying to navigate and use this game of baseball as one of the vehicles to teach our son all the things we want to get into that funnel. So, um, again, we're going to do our fair share of baseball. We're going to have a lot of fun. And um, I'm just really thrilled that we can do this podcast and go on this journey together and again we hope that we can continue to point you back to um that version of your son at 23 and to hold that there so um head on over to baseballdadshow.com all the stuff we listed there before is there for you and uh, guys i am so pumped about this next season and i am looking forward to working with you thanks for listening it means the world to me and i'll talk to you guys next week Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.